Hello, testing. All right, here we go. Welcome to Here's a Deal with uh, Rick Countryman. I am glad that you're uh, joining me uh, today. I know what some of you are thinking. You're looking at my Dodger jersey and you're thinking to yourself, oh man, I'm not watching this guy ever again. I'm not going to listen to this guy ever again. Hey, I want everybody to know that when I was a kid, I was a huge Dodger fan, like like massive Dodger fan. My dad was a Dodger fan, and and he kind of mentored me and discipled me, and so I was a huge uh, Dodger fan. And then when I gave my life to Christ, you know, and went to the church I was at, wow, everybody there was basically a, a, a Giants fan, and over time... I went over to the dark side and I became a huge Giants fan. My wife and my kids are all Giants fans. I go to Giants games. But, uh, you know, ever since the the, 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 the Giants kind of changed a while back, they kind of went woke and they got involved in all these things, these goofy, weird things. And I don't like their coach. And you know what? I, I, I just couldn't root for them anymore. Okay. I just wanted you to know, I just couldn't root for them anymore. And so I think I'm switching back over to the Dodgers because I just can't root for them with all of the crazy things that they're involved in. Now I'm not boycotting the Giants or anything like that. I'm not that kind of person. I just went to a game. But that's why I got on my Dodger shirt, which, by the way, number six right here, maybe the greatest Dodger ever, first baseman Steve Garvey, one of my favorite players ever. And so that tells you the age of this um, you know, Jersey here, but anyway, Hey, again, welcome to here's the deal with Rick Countryman. I know most of you are listening to the podcast right now, but there are, you know, hundreds of you that are watching the broadcast and I'm super grateful that you're, you're joining me either way. So I, I, I was doing, um, kind of the top 10 or the most important things that every Christian needs to know. Um, there's a lot of things in the Bible that we need to know. In fact, we need to know it all. We need to really study all of the scriptures and understand all that God has left us. But the reality is, is that there are some things, one or two or five or ten things, that are just absolutely critical in my mind that every believer needs to know. And I've been looking at some of those things, and it has generated some really great conversations with some of you. I'm going to step out of that this week, and I'm going to talk about general revelation versus special revelation or specific revelation, because a number of you, it was weird, I got a number of emails uh, from some of you asking about this. And so I thought I'd take today's program, the next 15 minutes or so, and, and just talk a little bit about what the difference is between general revelation and specific or special revelation. And some of you have no idea what I'm talking about. You will, hopefully, in the next 10 minutes as I do my best to kind of, uh, kind of unpack this a, a little bit. Okay. So, so general revelation. Whenever I'm talking about general revelation, you always have to begin, or I always begin with the very first verse in the Bible. You go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, and it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It's the very first sentence in the Bible, and in my opinion, I think it's the most important verse in all of the Bible. 
Because if you don't understand this very first verse in the Bible, then the rest of it really isn't going to make a whole lot of sense to you. The Bible says that in the beginning, God was the one who created everything. Okay. And it's the, uh, it's the, the phrase ex nihilio. God created out of nothing everything. Okay. So obviously God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit have no beginning and they have no end, but there was a moment when God out of nothing created everything. Okay. That is where the foundation of general revelation begins because now I'm going to tell you what Psalms 14 or Psalms 19 says. Psalms 19 verses 1 through 4. It says this. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. In other words, what the psalmist is saying is basically what Genesis 1.1 says. You can look at all of creation. You can look at all of the stars up in the heavens. You can look at the sun and the moon. Um, and they just scream at everybody that there was a creator. They, they scream at everybody that there was an intelligent designer, if you will, who created it all. That though you can't hear their voice, Though you, you know, you, you, you can't hear what they say. They speak this incredible language to all of us that there is a God, that there is a creator. You cannot look up into the skies and not go, wow, look at that. Somebody had to create that. You can look at all of the trees. You can look at the oceans, you can look at rivers, you can look at a whale, you can look at a fish, you can look at a porcupine, you can look at a, an eagle, you can look at a finch, you can look at a spider, you can look at a plum or an orange or a banana. You can look at everything and go, wow, there has to be a creator. Hey, look, every time you look in the mirror, and you look at your eyeball, you just go, wow, there had to be a creator. There had to be uh, uh, an intelligent designer. And so when you look around, right, uh, general revelation just simply is, is that you have to know there's a God by looking at everything. In the New Testament, Paul wrote this in Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. He said, for since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. 
Once again, Romans 1 basically backs up Psalms 19, which basically backs up Genesis 1, right? That Paul says, look, you can just look at everything that's out there. And the only conclusion that you can come to um, is, wow, there has to be a God. There just has to be one. Okay, that's general revelation. Nobody will be able to stand before God and say, God, I didn't know you were real. I didn't know anything about you. Because God will say, no, it was obvious that I was the one who created everything. It's obvious that the stars and the moon and the sun and worms and cockroaches and porcupines and, and beavers and whales and, and they, and you as a human being had to have had a creator. There had to have been a God who created it all. You have no excuse for not knowing that there was a God out there. That's general revelation, okay? Special revelation or specific uh, revelation is, is real different. Special revelation is how God chose to reveal himself to you and I in a deeper way. In other words, you can look at the stars and the moon and the sun and go, wow, there's a God, right, man? He's got to be super powerful and creative. But they don't, you know, the stars don't tell you anything really intimate about God. Looking at a, you know, pine tree doesn't tell you a whole lot about God other than he's got to be powerful and creative. Looking at a Gerber daisy doesn't doesn't tell you anything about God. It just tells you he's super creative and and powerful and all of that. Okay. He, he, so, so special revelation is how God chose to reveal himself to you and I in a deeper way. He did this through doing miracles that we we read about in the Old and New Testament. He, he did this through rare physical appearances in the, in the Old Testament. He did this through dreams and, and visions. And he did this through the scriptures. He revealed himself through the word of God. In fact, 2 Timothy chapter 3 is super important as it relates to special revelation. It says this, all scripture, every bit of it, From Genesis, you know, chapter one to the last chapter of Revelation, all scripture, all 66 books of the Bible were inspired by God. God, God breathed them out. Yes, they all had human writers, but the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit came upon those writers and they wrote the very words that God wanted them to write. Now, they wrote it in their own personalities and all those kinds of things, but it says that all scriptures inspire God breathed and is useful. The Bible is useful. Obviously, it's useful then to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it. God uses the scriptures, these things that were inspired by him to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So the scriptures are where God is now going to reveal himself in an incredible way. It's through the scriptures that we we know that God is loving. We know he's a merciful God. He's a compassionate God. He's a gracious God. 
he, he, he's a just God. He's a jealous God. He, he's a, he's a, a, a God who cares deeply about you and I. We don't know any of that by general revelation. We only know that through specific or special revelation, including the scriptures. Uh, but most importantly, you know, he did this through sending his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says in John chapter one, in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. And then it says this in verse 14. So the word became human and made his home among us. In other words, what, what we're told there is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, the second person of the Holy Trinity, to actually live among us. And so when you look at the life of Jesus, when you read about the life of Jesus in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four gospels, you see God. He was 100% God, while at the same time being 100% man. And so how God revealed himself in a special way uh, or in a specific way, obviously he did that through the miracles and these rare physical appearances and dreams and visions. He did this through the Bible, right? Sending us the Bible. But most importantly, he did this through sending his son. And when we look at the life of Jesus, we're seeing God. We're seeing the God who created the heavens and the earth, ex nihilio. We're seeing the God who put the stars and the moon and the sun in their place. We're seeing this invisible God that Paul talked about in Romans chapter one. We now get to see him and, and hear him, if you will. And so those are the, the big differences between general revelation. General revelation just simply just tells us that there has to be a God. I mean, it's, it's just undeniable that there has to be. There's no way a billion or two billion or 11 billion years ago, there was nothing. And then out of nothing, everything was created. That, that's, that's just, that's crazy. We know there had to have been a creator just by looking at everything. And then special revelation is um, just a way, way deeper uh, dive into who that God who created everything was. And so hopefully this helps you. Uh, I could have talked a whole lot more about these things, obviously. Uh, but if you really enjoy this, I don't know, Facebook you know, broadcast, man, hit share, get it out there to your friends, tell your friends about it. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll tell you the greatest way to get it out there is to give it a five-star rating and then leave a, a comment. Believe it or not, the more ratings, the more comments that I get on it, it, it just, their, their algorithm, it just gets the, the word out there, okay? So listen, everybody, thanks for tuning in. And for those of you that are, are, are Giants fans, like Amanda Larwell, she put, I'm really discouraged that you are wearing a Dodger shirt, okay? I, I, I told you why. I can't root for the Giants anymore because they've gone all weird and crazy and woke and all that kind of stuff. I just can't do it. So anyway, I love everybody. See you next week.